The John Morris Show, episode 69. 7654321. You'll never have the sacred stone. <laughs> oh, this you crazy mother. Hey there, my name's John Morris. I'm a former U.S. Army veteran turned freelance web developer. And my goal for you at this podcast is twofold. First, I want to help you learn how to code. Second, I want to help you turn that code into a full-time living. Because if you're like me, what you want is the freedom, the satisfaction, and the income that you get from being a high-profile web developer. So if that's you, be sure to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, or YouTube so you never miss an episode. You can find all my past episodes and get subscribed at johnmorrisonline.com slash johnmorrisshow. Also, as you get value from the show, consider becoming a supporting listener on Patreon because you'll help keep the show free for everyone and you'll get access to exclusive courses, source code, and Q&A sessions available only to supporting listeners. Visit johnmorrisonline.com slash Patreon, that's P-A-T-R-E-O-N, to become a supporting listener. All right, let's get into this episode. Welcome back to the John Morris Show, johnmorrisonline.com. All right, this segment, being professional is losing you business. Now, this is all sparked from a kind of back and forth that I've had with a subscriber on my email list and an email that I wrote that he kind of had a problem with. So let me kind of lay out the part first that he had a problem with. So in the email I said, in the original email I said, you've been told a lie. Know-it-all developers have convinced you that all that really matters is the code. So say this out loud. It's not about the code. And repeat it until you believe it. Because here's the truth. It's not. Now, let me ask you this. Is being a good home builder about the wood? Is being a good welder about the metal? Is being a good artist about the paint? No, no, and no. And so he had a little problem with that and kind of questioned my integrity and asked me if I really believed what I, if I really believed that, that the code quality doesn't matter. Now, Right off the bat, we're we're already off on the wrong foot because if you listen to what I said, I didn't say that the code quality doesn't matter at all, which is what he was trying to apply. I said it's just not the most important thing to a lot of clients, and it isn't. It flat out is not the most important thing to your clients. Good, quality, efficient code is not the thing that's going to make you stand out to clients. And it's not the thing that's going to make you successful and wealthy. It's just not. I mean, think about think about this for a second. How in the world is a person who hired you specifically because they don't know anything about code going to assess your code quality and give you props for it? They're not. It's not going to happen. I can tell you I've been doing this for a long time. It's not going to happen. All they know is whether it works or not and how it works and whether it works the way that they want it to and how it looks. It's all surface stuff. They're never going to dive into the code to give you props for stuff. Now, that doesn't mean that you should write crappy code, right? Crappy code is bad for you and it's bad for them and it's going to ultimately 
uh, go towards the quality of the product that you give them. So that I'm not saying you should write bad, crappy code. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying it's not the thing that clients are going to latch onto and give you props for and, and create word of mouth and all the things that you need in order to get new clients and build a business uh, around it. This is just not. It's not going to happen. That's not because I want that to be the case. It's just a fact. It's the reality of the situation. I can tell you, I've never had a client in all the time, 10 plus years that I've been doing this, say to me, hey man, you really documented that code well. I appreciate that. <laughs> it's never happened. So it, it's just, you. too many people get focused on, oh, it's just all about the code. So you should code well, absolutely. But realize that's for you and maybe for other developers, and it does go towards the product quality of the product, yes. But it's just not something that clients are going to spend a lot of time worrying about. So it will win you zero brownie points with clients about it. So the whole point of this is you should stop talking about it with them. You need to sell yourself and your ideas in other ways. And and so I was explaining the ways that that, that you can do this. Now, of course, this reader had a problem with this, and I kind of went back and forth, and then the email kind of called him out a little bit and said, look, I addressed his point and, and really just told him exactly every, and told everybody on the email list exactly what I just told you. And here's here his response back and forth in emails was that he thought I was coming across as unprofessional because I had meant, I did mention his first name. I didn't mention his full name. I didn't give a website. Like I didn't call him out that way. I just mentioned his first name, so people had a name that they could kind of mentally use for when they were thinking about this. But he 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 thought that I was being unprofessional by bringing this up and mentioning his name and so forth. And you know, was mad at me and told me that I was going to lose subscribers and clients and so forth. Now. How he knows that, I, I mean, I have no clue. I asked him, do you, do you have an email list? Do you send regular emails? Do you know how this works at all? And of course, the answer is no. So has no idea about any how any of this stuff works. But of course, still has the ability to give me advice and tell me, you know, <laughs> of, of what I should be doing with my email list. But I bring all this up because I want to address this point about professionalism. Now, this is a fine line, so I want to make sure and cover the nuance here. I am not saying, and I've covered this in the past, that you should be totally unprofessional on purpose, right? I'm not saying that you should, if you put up a freelance profile, you should be cussing and swearing and have this really weird-looking image on your profile and all sorts. I'm not saying that you should just completely let go of this idea, but you also have to keep in mind that there's another side to it, that being too slick and professional actually makes you tr people trust you less, right? So look at all the, the super polished and professional people that we don't like. I mean, we don't like salespeople who are super slick. I mean, the used car, slick used car salesman is kind of the poster boy for this kind of thing. We don't like that. We don't like lawyers. We don't like super slick politicians. We don't even like super slick TV anchors, right? We don't like those things. So being too polished and too professional can actually make people trust you less. The reason why is because people want to interact with real people. 
So what you need to do as opposed to focusing on being professional is you need to focus on being you, being yourself, being who you actually are, not trying to be something that you're not. And and don't be afraid to show some warts or make some mistakes or piss some people off. It's okay. If you're really doing something that's valuable and great, that's going to happen. I've pissed off, pissed off plenty of clients, plenty of people out there. Obviously, this guy I did. It's okay. Again, I'm not saying that you should purposefully do it, that that should be your intent. But if you telling the truth and what you truly believe is something that makes them mad and makes them want to leave and not be a client or not be a subscriber or not be a customer or whatever, so be it. Your job is to tell the truth. And even more than that, as a someone who needs to market themselves to get clients, to get a job and so forth, you need to be engaging. You need to get a response out of people. The worst thing isn't people being mad at you. I, again, I've been doing this a lot of years and I can tell you the, the thing that doesn't bother me or the thing that bothers me the most is not people being mad at me. It's them being indifferent, them not caring, them not paying attention, no response at all. That's what bothers me the most. That's what you should be worried about. So it's, it's not being worried about getting a bad reaction. It's wor- being worried about getting no reaction at all. Again, the reason why, if you really want to make people truly love you, which is what you need to grow a sustainable business and more and more, as we talked about in the previous section, as more and more people come online, as it gets more and more competitive for everybody, as it's more and more imperative for you to stand out, you need to make cer- certain groups of people love you so that they trust you and they're loyal to you. That's how you build a sustainable, long-term, successful business. In order to do that, in order to make people love you, you also have to be willing to have some people hate you. And that's just the reality of it. That's not because I like it that way. It's not because I want it to be that way. That's just the truth. You can't be mushy. You need to have an opinion and a perspective and not be afraid to talk about it and stand up for it. That's what you need to be a leader. People want a leader, someone who show them the way. And trust me, when you work with your clients, you want to be a leader because if you let them lead, They're going to take you down a very, very difficult and frustrating path. You need to be the one that's telling them this is how we, I I can, (laughs) this isn't theory. Did this all the time with clients. Now, how do you do this? Well, you need to take some time and, and actually think about this. Think about what you stand for in your business, in your career. What's important to you? What do you value? What are you passionate about? And how can you inject more of that into your work and your selling of yourself so people know that this is what you stand for? So as an example, when I worked with clients building membership sites, I was adamant about the fact that they, if, if their strategy got too complex about keeping things simple. And I'd always tell them that If their marketing strategy and how they're building their site and how they want to deliver the information that they want to deliver is hard for them to grasp, if they're having trouble putting it together and explaining and so forth, it's going to be 10 times harder, basically impossible for their customers to grasp it. And 
The reason that matters is because a confused mind never buys. And so I would, I have literally walked away from projects where the client had something really, really super complex they wanted to do. And we had talked about it and I had kind of laid out my perspective and they refused to change it or to, to try and simplify it. I've walked away from those projects because I knew it would fail. And I didn't want to be a part of something that would fail because I know this is what I know about this. And this is kind of an aside, but a client who wants to do something really, really complex in terms of their marketing or um, the way they're delivering their information, they're not confident in what they're doing. They're trying to have the marketing strategy or the content strategy make up for the fact, make up for their content and the fact that they're not confident about it. If they're not confident about it, they're not going to sell it very well and they're not going to have a lot of success. And when that happens, they're going to look for someone to blame and it's likely going to be you. So I get out of that situation before it ever starts. Now, again, that's an aside, but I've walked away from those projects. So you you can't be afraid to have an opinion and stand behind it and actually stand up for it. And the last thing you should do is let being professional be your guiding light and think it's going to get you anywhere. Because there's a tremendous difference between being professional and being authoritative, between being a professional and being a leader. And what people want is a leader. I think a lot of people underestimate the value of YouTube because it's been around so long and it kind of started out as this viral video type site with funny cat videos and so forth. People tend to overlook it, but it is one of the most powerful platforms that you can use for running and growing your business and and getting attention, whether you're going to be a freelance web developer, whether you have some sort of app that you're going to build that you're going to ultimately want people to sign up for or, or, or buy or whether you're just trying to get attention by some company to get hired at a tech position there, YouTube is one of the most powerful platforms that you can can use. Now, I built my YouTube channel up to get over 130,000 views every each and every month, and that brings me in, the ultimate point, that brings me in quote requests each and every month. So this month, I've had a couple so far already. Last month, I had six. The month before that, I had... Uh, two or three. The month before that, it was five. The month before that, it was five. The month before that, it was two or three again. So each and every month, I'm getting quote request after quote request after quote request of people asking me to work on their projects. And the way the projects work, I can only usually take maybe one or two of those a month. So I'm backlogged up to the point where I really can't take it on any new clients now. And I really don't do a lot of advertising of my services and still I have them coming in each and every month. And it's not because I'm some special great person. It's because I have this YouTube channel that gets a ton of traffic. People see that and they want to hire you. So if you're a freelance web developer looking to actually start making a living with your code and with web development, one of the best things that you can do for yourself is to start a YouTube channel and put up tutorials related to the services that you offer. So if you build membership sites, Put up tutorials showing people how to build membership sites. Sounds counterintuitive, but there's a lot of people out there who just don't want to do it. And they, they're not coders. They don't have the technical skill. They'll see that you know what you're doing and they'll want to hire you. And I can tell you it works because I get those quote requests every single month. Now, that said, there's an art to building your YouTube channel. And there's some things that you can learn, some tricks that you can implement that will help you build your YouTube channel 
faster. And that's why I recommend Phil Ebner's YouTube masterclass over on Udemy because he's going to teach you all the things that I had to learn the hard way in about six hours and it took me about six years to figure all those things out. So he's going to show you all the shortcuts, all the tips, all the tricks to help you get on YouTube and really start growing your audience much, much faster than it took me to do it and would take you if you you didn't learn these tricks. So you can head on over to johnmorrisonline.com slash YouTube to learn more about his YouTube masterclass. Now that link, that URL is a special discount link that I've worked out exclusively for my audience. So if you use that link, you're going to get a special discount. So head on over to johnmorrisonline.com slash YouTube and start building your YouTube channel today.